Are you talking shift? We are. It's time for the We're Talking Shift podcast. Now, now, now. Here to talk shift, Lori Bischoff. We're talking shift. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast where I talk shift. Because when it is time to level up, get unstuck, rise to a challenge, or make any kind of effective shift in our lives, that process must begin with a shift in our thinking. That is the antidote to feeling stuck. Today, I am excited. I get to have one of my favorite guests back on, and although he probably doesn't know this, a mentor of mine for well over 20 years, Mr. Udo Erasmus. Udo is the world's leading expert on fats and oils and is known as the father of fats. He was here with us just several weeks back and shared some critically important information that every human should know about fats that heal us and fats that are, well, they're the holy terrors of health and they wreak havoc in our bodies. So make sure to go back and check out episode 72 if you missed it. Today, Udo and I are going to be talking about health as relates to the issue that the entire world is struggling with at this current time. But I I want you to know that although this is going to be really valuable information for you to pay attention to and start practicing immediately, the well, the information that we're going to talk about is not just meant to be used like a, uh, like a temporary prescription, but rather a lifelong prescription for creating an immune system that becomes like like an army of, of badass, invincible warriors so that you don't have to fear being vulnerable to the viruses and sicknesses that plague so many. So that's what's up for today, everybody. Udo, welcome back. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad to be on. This is a yes. perfect moment. Yes, I know. So I, um, I'm very honored to have you back on again, taking the time, because I know that you are probably in high demand right now. So thank you for carving out a little more time for me on such short notice. I appreciate You're welcome. that. <laughs> <laughs> thank yeah. you. So let's, let's dive in. And you know where I really was um, itching to start with was explaining to people what exactly is a virus and yeah. how does it operate? How does it get into our body and what does it do when it's there? Okay, that's a that's the boring part. <laughs> yeah, but boring I found part. it fascinating. Okay, well, it's still the boring part. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, so, well, viruses, they're like little, the way I describe them is they're like little uh, lunar ma- landing modules. If you remember, or you don't remember, or you've seen the footage, when the module land on the moon, it was a round top. That's where the astronauts were in. Mm-hmm. And then it had a set of legs, and it didn't land on its head. It landed on the legs. Well, when a virus goes into your cell, it's built like that, too. It has a, a head where there's some genetic material, and it has a foot that's made out of protein. And it lands on a cell, either on a receptor or some other way, and then contracts and injects its genetic material into the cell. Its genetic material then takes over your cell and makes 100, 200, 300, 1,000 copies of itself at your expense, at the expense of that cell, Mm -hmm. and then blows out of the cell, and now you've got 100 to 1,000 new viruses all made like this lunar landing module looking for another cell to infect to do it over again. 
So basically, they, the, they literally the hijack our cells, our healthy cells. They literally hijack our cells, yeah. Okay. They okay. use our equipment for their production, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're okay. like parasites that way. Right, and then they reproduce, okay. Yeah, and, and then that happens so fast that the immune system gets overwhelmed. That's why it takes a week to get over a cold. That happens so fast. It overwhelms the immune system. The immune okay. system then has to back up and say, oh, well, what kind of a bug is this? What kind of a protein is this? How do we make an antibody against it to neutralize it? How do I, and then it has to, re- then it creates that. And then it has to duplicate by the millions, the cells that are able to make those antibodies. And then they go back in and they, and they put, the, put the viruses out of commission. And that's a process that takes about seven to nine days. Okay. That's why... That's why a cold will last that long. Okay, now, so if you could little... pick up no, okay. if you could pick off the virus before it got in your cells, either by swishing your mouth or drawing water up your nose and cleaning out your nose because that's where they hang out, mm-hmm. or spraying the back of your throat with mm-hmm. acid water or taking digestive enzymes in your mouth that will digest the protein coat off the virus and put it out of commission. If okay. you do that early enough you could prevent that virus from overwhelming your immune system. And then you could literally kill a cold in a day or two. Okay. All right. I love that. So we're going to put a pin in that because we're going to circle back around to that. Um, and we're going to yeah. go over that again, along with some other ways to help, um, pre- you know, prevent and protect. So, yeah. okay. So the immune system. So basically what people need to understand too, is that your, your body's innate intelligence system, just, it, it jumps into action. It just needs some time to do that. So when it has this, right. this alien invader that comes in and hijacks our cells and starts reproducing, um, like this virus, or other viruses, our body will go, okay, we, it kind of like does its research and goes, okay, here's what we need to do. And then it, it fortifies all its troops and then um, basically launches a counterattack. Is that fair? Okay. That's, yep. That's Armageddon, Armageddon on the cellular level. (laughs) I like it. The bad guys win and eventually the good guys win. Yeah, but I think, you know, I just think it's so important for people to understand if they can kind of have a, a very, yeah. you know, simple picture in their mind of exactly what's going on, yeah. you know, yeah. again, because I just think that the more you know and understand, the more you you know and understand that you have some choices that you can exercise. But if you don't, yeah. if you don't know what's going on, you don't know what your choices are and what the best ones right. are, you know, decisions are to make. Okay, so right. that was, a, I think that was a really great way to explain that okay. to people. So now, now the second thing that goes with it, though, is that if you are, you know, your body was developed in nature and made out of natural things, and they all came from air, water, and food. And if you're eating junk food and drinking dirty water and not paying attention to eating in line with nature, then your body is going to be weaker and your immune system will also be weaker, and it will have more problems doing this, this natural yeah. process yeah. than if you're living in line with nature, taking care of how you eat, what you drink, you know, not, not, not drowning all your sorrows in alcohol and not smoking mm-hmm. and not eating sugar because that knocks down your immune system for five to eight hours, even if you just have a single teaspoon of sugar. 
Mm-hmm. So there are certain things you can do that gives your body, that makes your body healthier and that gives your immune system more ability to do its job than right. if you're living out of line with nature. Yes, we have to we have to organically properly fortify the troops with the things that are yeah. going to strengthen. Exactly, it. you got to okay. treat. Yeah, if you if you expect the troops to fight and win, you got to right. feed them right. <laughs> yes, good. Well, not K okay. rations, not K rations. It's more plant based whole foods, right? Um, fresh, whole, raw, organic. Uh, more more in that direction, not fried, mm-hmm. not sugar, not processed. Um, yeah, and not toxic. Got it. You know, yeah. Alcohol is toxic, and uh, and cigarette smoke obviously is toxic. So yeah. so you want to pay attention to that. And in a time of uncertainty, sometimes the best thing you can do is make sure that you are taking care of the, that basic, because everything else is automatic after that. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So how uh, how does a lot of people are you know glued to the TV all day and they're getting a lot of information. Um, some of yeah. it you know correct and some of it guess guessing. Um, so let's explain briefly how coronavirus compares to other um, like past virus epidemics and other viruses. Why is this one well, so that- hard for you know them to get their hands around? Well, I think the well the biggest thing is it's new. Right. right. And, you know, what, whatever we've, whatever's old, we've studied. So we've been around it. We know how it works. We know how long it lives. We know what the parameters are. We know what, what kind of care to take. This one is new. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't know what the infection rate is. We don't know how fast it multiplies. We don't know when it's infectious and when it's not. We, we don't know uh, how, what kind of predisposing conditions make you more vulnerable, uh, you know, and we're learning that as we go along. So we're getting right. a little bit of information, but it's a new, it's a new virus, uh, came from the plant, from the, from the plant world of the ant, sorry, came from the animal world, mm-hmm. I think through bats, but mm-hmm. yeah, but, that's the rumor uh, because it made the jump from bats to people. It's new to the to to people now. Maybe the bats know quite a bit about it, <laughs> <laughs> right? But but they, uh, they won't talk to us. <laughs> no, so we, uh, yeah, we're not going to get it out so of the, <laughs> So we're now in the process of figuring out what to do, mm-hmm. and of course, because human beings are so given to fantasy, the people who are making decisions are making decisions out of their fantasies. And so we don't really know what we should be doing. Should we all be isolating by six feet or should it be 10 feet? Should we, should we uh, you know, hide in our bed and pull the covers right. over our head and just wait for a month and hope it all goes away? I mean, right. we, we don't, in that sense, we don't really know what mm-hmm. we're doing. And yeah. it's all experimental and the people who are giving us advice, it, to some extent, are carrying out an ex- an experiment, and they will learn from that experiment. But they're carrying out on carrying it out on us. Right. So we're right, the but, guinea pigs in this experiment. Sure, but now, you know I'm what other way can any, they? Yeah, because how else yeah, can I'm they not blaming, it out? I'm not blaming for them for doing that. I'm just I'm just pointing out how it is. Mm-hmm. Well, how else right. are you going to find out how it works if you don't do something? 
Right. We, I mean, we have to have faith that, that our, our, you know, our doctors and our scientists and, and people that are working on this are, are guessing and doing the best things that they possibly can as, well, you know, as, as we evolve through this day by day. Right. And I would never, I would never say that even the government, even if you don't like their decisions, even if they're wrong, I would never say that the government or the scientists or the doctors or the hospitals or the nurses or all the people who are involved in it trying to figure it out and at the same time manage it, mm-hmm. I would never say that any of them are not doing the best they can with your best interest in mind. Correct. I agree 100%. Yeah. 100%. Right. So, um, even, if they, even if they really screw it up, they're still doing the best they can. Yeah, they are still well-intentioned, um, certainly. Yeah. I agree. What? Um, so let's make sure that everybody understands, because like you said, you know, is it, where did six feet away come? You know, why not 10 feet apart? Why not a football field apart? I don't know. Everybody's guessing, but <laughs> let's, you know, let's let's tell people. Maybe, we, so each that, need a, maybe we each need a planet for ourselves. Right. Everybody just really get some space. Um, how how should how should people understand the tell us the the way that the contract that we contract the virus? What are the pathways that the virus enters the body? Right. Well, the, it's a it's a respiratory virus, so it really ha- only has three main ways to get in okay. through your mouth, through your nose, and through your eyes. Okay. And so, so if you, and then you, where's the virus? Well, you don't know where the virus is. It might be on your doorknob. It might be, it might be on your, on your oranges that you buy. It might be, it might be on the hand of somebody whose hand you shake. Mm-hmm. It might be, you know, it might be someone who has no symptoms who sneezes. And mm-hmm. part of the reason why six feet is basically when you sneeze, you're blowing little particles about six feet away. Okay. Six feet, six feet away, and that's why they say six foot distance. So okay. You don't get the. You don't get this. You don't uh-huh. get the. Uh, Sneeze spray. You, know, the, the, <laughs> you don't get the droplets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because you know they land you know on your. That. Yeah. So okay. then they land on your face, you know, and then you rub your eyes, maybe, or you you touch your face and then rub your eyes. And then they can go in through the, through your eyes, and there you, there your your eyes have a little duct that goes into your into the nose. That's where mm-hmm. your tears go. That's why sometimes you have to blow your nose when you cry. Yeah. Because some of them run down your cheeks, but some of them run in through that little canal into your nose. Okay. And and uh, and so the virus will be carried by those. Will go into the nose, into the, you know, or or you. Uh, you know, or you uh, rub your face after somebody somebody yeah. sneezed on you, and then you you lick your finger or you pick your nose or whatever people do with their fingers because we touch ourselves a lot. Yeah, and and then it gets on your face, and then it gets in your mouth, it gets in your nose, gets in your eyes, and then it starts doing what it does to the cells. Okay, and from from the from the, and then it multiplies very quickly, and then you breathe them in. And sometimes they end up in your lungs, and uh, that's that's the bigger that's the bigger issue with this one, that that susceptible people can get pneumonia from them, and and find it really 
difficult to breathe, which is sure. why they're so concerned about a lot of people getting it and then not having enough beds to be able to accommodate all those people if it's a, you know, if it's a galloping epidemic. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's talk about, um, let's go through a few points about protecting ourselves against, well, against this virus yeah. and really any virus. Again, I want to reiterate to our listeners that all of this information doesn't just apply to what's going on right now. This is for any, you know, this is just this should be standard. I mean, this is, you know, scary because this is an unknown, but all of these things that we're going to be talking about, you know, protecting ourselves against things um, and, and how to avoid it. This applies to just across the board at any time in your life, every day for, right? So yeah. I just, yeah. So pay attention, everybody. It's not just a temporary thing, but, but obviously we're in an extreme situation. So, so really pay attention right now. All right. So yeah. let's talk about protecting against the viruses. Now let's start with the most obvious. Um, why yeah. are the face masks ineffective in protecting healthy people from getting the virus? Uh, well, because if you, if you wanted to use a face mask to, uh, to, uh, prevent you from getting it, you'd have to put it over your eyes too. Yes. Okay. Right. Because you could wear a face mask and you get it on your hand and you rub your eyes and it goes in through your eyes. Right. So the face mask is limited. It will, of course, if you sneeze in your face mask, then they'll, they'll all just end up in the face mask. And you won't get the 10-foot or 6-foot spray. Mm-hmm. So it protects other people more than it protects you. Okay. So face right? masks, because you're not, yeah. Because you're not sputting, sputting on them. Okay. Got it. So really, right? um, yeah. So the face mask is if there's a... If they're not in great supply and we're running low and they're becoming scarce, really the people that should be wearing that more concerned are people that think they may have it or are do have it um, rather than people that are perfectly healthy running around and using up the supply because they think they're protecting themselves right. again. Okay. okay right. Got and it. if you, and you know, the idea of wearing a bandana, mm-hmm. you know, from the perspective of, <clears throat> protecting you from sputting it on other people mm-hmm. is has ha, actually has some benefits. Okay. And and the masks, you know, that I think where they're trying to reserve them for people who are working with people who have the virus. Yes. That okay. makes a lot of sense too, because they go from a person who's infected to another person who's infected, and they have to deal with um, a number of issues. Hygiene is one, so they got to wash their hands and they got to change their gowns and. Mm-hmm. you know, the things they wear. And if they get it, and a lot of them are getting it, because right. it, you only need one virus to start it off. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you get a virus in your eye, that's already, that may be the, the beginning of, of the dance. Yeah. So, 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 so that, that protects them wearing masks actually protects you from getting something that may they may have picked up in the long list of people that they've that they've uh, you know sure. tried to comfort and, and and help. Right, right. That makes sense. So that, so that makes some sense too. The second thing, which is probably more important, well, it's as important, mm-hmm. is general hygiene. Mm-hmm. Showers, you know, because if you scratch your head, you got them in your hair. If assuming you have some on your hands, right? 
Mm-hmm. If you scratch your if you scratch your leg through your pants, you're going to have some on your pants. So washing your clothes, taking showers, washing your face, and washing your hands, especially, mm-hmm. you know, because you can get them off the pole in the bus. You can get them off countertops. You can get them sure. off doorknobs because yeah. they la- they they survive on them for a certain amount of time. So okay. cleaning those places and particularly cleaning your hands mm-hmm. and your face is mm-hmm. super super useful. Um, you can do it with water and soap. What I do is I use acid water and I spray my face with it, and I also spray it up my nose because the acid water will kill the viruses, and then they're out of commission. I also use enzymes. I open capsules of enzymes in my mouth. Mm-hmm. The enzymes uh, will digest the protein coat off the virus, and then there's also fat-digesting enzymes. Sometimes, some of them have a, a fat coat as well, and they will digest. They, they'll, they'll break down the virus. Okay. They'll turn the virus into food. They'll take it apart, and then your body can can use the parts because it's all ma- we're all made out of the same stuff. Right. So digestive uh, enzymes, the kind that yeah. like uh, the really quality ones that you find in the refrigerator section, right, of your store yeah. on the shelf. Yeah. Okay. I, I developed one a long time ago, not for this purpose, but uh, it's called adult, uh, um, um, adult digestive enzyme. So they're digestive okay. enzymes, but what I do with them is not, I don't swallow them or drop them in my food. I open the capsule, put them on my tongue, and then just whoosh them around in my mouth so they're everywhere in my mouth. Wherever okay. there's a virus they come in contact with, they take it out. Okay, perfect, perfect. You know, and I have a couple of other things as far as supplements and foods go that I want to ask you about. But before I forget, um, I want to circle back for a minute around to um, why um, – why do antibiotics not work against viruses? People think I've got a virus, I need antibiotics. Let's can you quick explain why that's not a defense against yeah. a virus? Antibiotics were made against the bacteria. And uh, the the because the the people who make the antibiotics are happy when they sell more <laughs> because it's good mm-hmm. for the bottom line. Mm-hmm. They recommend recommended that doctors give them whenever you you have any infection. The truth is they are completely useless against viruses, but sometimes when you get a virus infection and there's a lot of debris, cell debris in your system, <clears throat> then, then bacteria will go in too. Okay. So, they, so they will take down the bacteria if, you're, if the bacteria are not antibiotic resistant. That's a, that's a big issue now. Sure, okay. Uh, but they, but they, don't, they don't work for viruses. They never have worked for viruses and if you only have a virus infection but no bacterial infection, it's a waste of time and money to buy mm-hmm. antibiotics for sure. it. Sure. Plus, yeah. if you're taking antibiotics when you don't need them because you don't have a, a, a bacteria issue, then you're probably going to throw your, your system into imbalance, correct? Your own well, yeah, you, when you take an, Yeah, when you take antibiotics, they, they uh, kill the unfriendly bacteria but they also kill the friendly bacteria. And the friendly bacteria govern the system. They protect you. Right. So when, once you've done your antibiotics, you are now prone to reinfection without having the, the probiotics there mm-hmm. to, to protect you from that. Right. And, so uh, really, okay. 
Yeah, so you want to so you want to use them. You want to be careful. A lot of bacteria are now antibiotic resistant because farmers have been putting antibiotics in their animal feeds. You know, because they're yeah. they're they're growing the, the the animals in in not normal conditions. So right. They don't get their they don't get their protection from wild plants they eat because they're just feeding them grain and corn. Mm-hmm. And so they have to keep them healthier by using antibiotics. But then you get antibiotics in your meat, and the bacteria become antibiotic resistant also because what you're doing is you're killing all the ones that are not resistant, but then eventually they form a mutation. And the ones that have the mutation, they now eat antibiotics as food. <laughs> Great. So then we're feeding them. Okay. Yeah, so we're feed, well, we're feeding them with antibiotics. For them, it's become food rather yes. than poison. Okay, got it. How about... Go ahead. Yeah, it's okay. Go, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, so let's also touch on why antibacterial soap and other antibacterial products are really useless for prevention of coronavirus. Basically, is the same thing you were just talking about. All of those, just well, regular yeah, because, soap, not an. Okay. Well, yeah, because you don't need antibacterial soap when when you're not dealing with bacteria. Yes. Right. Okay. These are yep. poisons for bacteria. So basically, they say soap and water is mm-hmm. uh, used liberally okay. uh, are enough. Okay. What again, about? I spray my hands with acid water in my face and and inside the back of my throat, and in in my nose, and that's for me in those places. You know, you can't put soap in your nose. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, exactly. and the viruses are more in your nose if they can be than in, mm-hmm. on, on your hands. So I spray all of that. With, with acid water, and okay. that, so far, so good. Okay, so let's talk yeah. a little bit more about some of these things like acid water and some other supplements. So acid water then kills the viruses. I mean, what exactly is acid water? How do you, where do you find it? Do you make it? Let's help people with that. Yeah. Uh, the, the, um, the water has a pH of seven, which is neutral. This is a little chemistry lesson, right? Mm-hmm. But if you, if you electrolyze the water, so that means you run electricity through the water, mm-hmm. you can separate acid water from alkaline water. And if you have a good machine that does that, that takes quite a bit of current, then you can make acid water to pH 2.5 and alkaline water to pH 11.5. This water is now... you. Out of the water, you've taken a fraction that is 50,000 times more alkaline than neutral water and another fraction that is 50,000 times more acidic than neutral water. And that okay. exists in the water. So what you're doing is you're just separating what already exists in the water. No, okay. Nothing added, no hydrochloric acid in it, no sulfuric acid in it. It's just the water fraction itself. Okay. And, and so- acid... And acid is a sterilant. If the, okay. if the acid is strong enough, it kills microbes. The, the alkaline water is, uh, is actually like a detergent. So when you have this water, this came out of the water that you think of, oh, yeah, it's just water. I'll just drink a little water because I'm thirsty. In that water, you have something that's like a detergent. Okay. That's slippery. I call it slippery water. Uh-huh. And you can take spots out of your carpet with it without anything, and no detergent in it, just the water. Okay. And, you can, and at the same time, 
you can get an acid water that is, is a sterilant, that you can sterilize your countertops and, and your hands and your face and whatever else you want to sterilize. Very okay. handy to have because it's kind of like all those hand sanitizers. Mm-hmm. I just take the water with me. I, I have my own. I get it out of my own house, out of a machine that plugs into the tap and plugs into the electric outlet. Okay. Called, so a person. Okay. Yeah. What's it called? It's called a Kangen water machine. Okay. The one Kang- I have is called K- K8, and the other one, the high-end one, is called SD501. They're pretty expensive, like five grand, four grand, okay. five grand. Okay. Uh, but they get you water for the next 15, 25 years, so they actually make your water cheaper. If you're buying water in bottles, you get better water, more choice, more options, uh, wider range of benefits, and probably about one-sixth of the cost. Okay, so this this is not, so that people are clear, this is not like a water, this is not just a filter your water, right? This does no, no, something no. different to, to it. To, right, you have to run current through the water. It's the current okay. that does the separating, yep. Oh, okay, so when they so so folks, if you decide to go check this out, make sure you don't confuse this Kangen water machine with a water filter. They're, yeah, they're you can go. Different. You can actually go on my website, and we, I, I I do a water okay. talk on my website that uh, oh, where I show show some of the the some of the uh, properties of the machine. I, it's quite okay. instructive because we hardly anybody knows uh, mm-hmm. water. You know, we just take it for granted. Sure. Like in university, we didn't study water, even though the body's seventy percent water. We never looked at the water; we just looked mm-hmm. at all the other stuff. Okay. And water okay, is good. super, super, super important. For yeah, health. yeah, absolutely. So, um, before we sign off later, we will for sure and um, mention your website again, so people can go find out more about that. Um, what about if somebody's like, okay, that's not going to be something that's going to fit into my budget? Is there uh, something that they can put together at home with some ingredients that could that could serve a similar purpose? You, you can, you can, but you, it's not going to be the same because this is made out of water. And you okay. could buy acids. You can go to the you can go to the pharmacist and buy hydrochloric acid, but hydrochloric acid is different, and it can okay. be much more cor- much more corrosive. So, okay. um, but what you can do is if you can't if you can't spray your face with acid water, you can make a salt solution, okay, uh, little little stronger than the usual. So if you put it in your eyes, it might sting a little bit. You can take that up your nose. You can swish your mouth out with that. And that okay. won't kill the virus, but it'll wash it out. Okay. So you can, you can literally, by, drink, by drinking lots of water, you can, or by, by, <clears throat> by gargling with the water and swishing it around and sucking it up your nose and okay. washing Salt your water. face with it and washing your hands with it, you can, uh, they will make the virus shrink and the virus comes off of you easier that way. Okay, so at least at least everyone could probably do a salt water solution if they if they want to, and yeah. um, and at least do a little bit of you know of proactive work on this thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. And then there were a few supplements that I've heard you speak about. Um, oh yeah. Do you, okay. Should we just run those uh, the list yeah, of that what, real quick? What you want to do, you know, you want to if in whenever you you want want to heal from something or get over something. You want to increase your energy. You want to improve your, improve your circulation. You want to build immune function. And there's a number of things you can do that do that. 
Uh, zinc is required for healing. Vitamin C can be helpful. Uh, vitamin D3 builds your immune system. Mm-hmm. O- Omega-3s and magnesiums, and magne- and magnesium are part of the energy production system in your body. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that you, you ha- get, you're getting optimum amounts of those. Okay. Um, those, Mag- are their, those, are, those are the main ones. All right, all right. What about B12? Is that something that's important for people? B12 is, oh, yeah, it, it might be helpful to get a good multimineral multivitamin okay. for the, time, for the okay. time being. I don't use it all the time. Okay. And I use one that's made by Mega Foods. Uh, Mega Foods, okay. you get it in a health food store. It's made out of, uh, it's made out of, it's food-based. Yes. They have food ingredients because that's always better. It's better to get your, your nutrients from food uh, as a foundation. Okay. They make the, they make the supplements uh, using food concentrates as well. Okay, perfect, perfect. What about yeah, then, food? What about what? What about foods? Um, what kind of foods should we be asking people to focus on? Because I know, um, you know, when I've been to the store lately buying yeah. my produce and the things that I normally get, there's plenty of produce there, but boy, the aisles are wiped clean of, you know, canned food, processed food, bread, you know, frozen yeah. food. So let's, um, well, lucky, for, lucky for you, somebody else took those so you can get yeah, the good stuff. Exactly. I, I well, haven't had a the shortage. Good stuff is left. <laughs> it's true. It's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah so fundamentally I'm, the healthiest diet is mostly plant-based whole foods. Mm-hmm. Mostly plant-based whole foods. Okay. And uh, uh, it, 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 you know, organic, obviously, because you don't need pesticides in your body. They kill, <laughs> they kill other creatures, and they are also poison to you. Yes. The whole fresh, whole raw, if you can, steamed, if if uh, if that's important, but okay. never fried. So you really want to back off the frying pan. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll end up in it. Right. <laughs> Correct. I say to people, correct. you know, grab your frying pan, turn it upside down, hit yourself on the head with it really hard and throw it out because it's going to cause you a lot of pain if you don't do that because frying is the dumbest thing we ever invented to do to our food. And there's not a creature in nature that, that eats fried food. They all eat raw. That nature's mandate, fresh, whole, raw, organic. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so frying, frying and fried foods fry health and fried oils fry health. And they increase cancer, and you know that cancer requires your immune system to be down. And whether you fry carbs or proteins or oils, all three of them, independent of each other, increase your risk of cancer. So you want to be healthy. Frying is not part of being healthy. Okay. You may be part of the party and what you're used to and the culture and all of that, but it's not part of health. Yeah, and if you're yeah. going to sacrifice your health for your culture, uh, then then you need to rethink that. Mm-hmm. And the the more um, the more people get away from that, the less they'll crave it. And I think that's you know part of the problem is people that have grown up eating fried food. You know, you just develop this addiction to it and this craving, and it's very difficult. Yeah, well, for you know what? Craving. You know, craving. Yeah. Craving is a habit. Yes. You are only one decision away from breaking that habit. Yes, I love that. And, w- 
And what is the decision? The decision is to break the habit, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And we say, oh, you know, I'm addicted to it. No, 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 no. That's just, that's your, that's all excuses. You know, the moment that when you, when something becomes important to you, you make a determination. I call it fierce determination. Mm-hmm. Like, damn it, I'm not going to do that anymore. Or, you know, but there's yeah. like an energy with it. And you, and you take it on and you make a decision and, and you don't, you don't back off on the decision. You don't do like, I used to do this when I was, when I smoked way back when. Sure. Oh, well, I quit now, so I'll just have one and I'll right. be right back into it. Yes. So you, you, you really have to, the, the decision has to be firm and irre, irrevocable. I and then, agree. And then or maybe, maybe for three days or a week, you, 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 have a, you have a craving. What I say is enjoy the craving. It's a sign of life. But you, just yeah. because you have a craving doesn't mean you need to need to indulge it. Yes, as a sign of life, and do and and but do what it, you know is good for you. Right, right. Just because you have the craving, you doesn't mean you have to give into it. Yeah. Just, yeah, I like that. Just uh, you don't have to succumb to it. You're going to have to show it who's boss. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. and you can enjoy the craving. I mean, you can enjoy the feeling. Right. Right, right. Right? Because yeah. Because it, it is actually, cravings actually feel pretty good. I never really thought about it that way, but true. And you know, the know, other I thing, just, yeah, I just, you're so I just, re- I just reframed it. <laughs> I love the reframe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So, um, I lost my train of thought. All right. I'll come back to it. Um, let's, uh, let's go on and tell people if they start to feel what they think are the symptoms of the virus or a cold or a flu, you know, any form of unwellness, but particularly right now, what do we want to tell them to, to stop doing immediately? Everything we've talked about, do what I, but, but you know what? Don't wait till you start, till you feel like hell to start doing it. Do it now. Yeah, but that's what most do people now. will do. Head it, head it off at the past. This is like proactive. Yes, I agree. Not reactive. Yeah. Don't wait. Don't wait until the doo doo hits the fan before you know, yeah. before you put on a, before yeah. you put on a hat. <laughs> yeah. You we we on this program, Uda, we can say until the shift hits the fan. Yeah, until um, the shift hits the fan. Exactly. Right. Don't wait till right. the shift hits the fan. <laughs> right. You know, make the right. shift proactive, and you'll feel much more empowered mm-hmm. if you take it on out of your own inner conviction. This right. is good for me. I'm going to do that. I'm worth I'm- it. Yes, yes, yes. And, and oh, now I remember I was going to say back to the cravings. Um, you know, one of the things I, I, I promise my clients, too, is that, look, if you if you're so afraid, you're you're not going to be able to overcome your cravings. Trust me, as you replace those bad foods with with healthy things, th- they just really won't show up anymore. They you just oh, don't they, find that you crave sugar and fat and salt no. and all the bad stuff. It's just a, well, the, the cravings, cravings sometimes yeah. are are caused by that absence of something that your cells are used to in your body. Yes. But to a large extent, they're also based on habit patterns and thought patterns. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and those go away. You know what? Once, you, once, you, once you've not done something that you used to do for a week or two or three, you don't even remember that you ever wanted to do it. Exactly. They just your, body, your body adjusts to a, to a new standard that you've set for it, mm-hmm. and you set that standard by making a decision. 
Exactly. So, listeners, stop eating sugar if you haven't already. Um, if you're feeling a little under the weather, maybe even cut back on um, some things that are usually good for you, like maybe fruit. You want to cut back a little bit on fruit and starches, would you say, Udo? Uh, yeah. Uh, when, I, when I start getting something, sugar is out completely. Yep. And I, I, I actually don't have bread or pasta or potatoes or corn in my house. I eat lots of greens, seeds and nuts. Um, I love spices, a lot of spice. A lot of the, the powerful spices have antiviral activity. Mm-hmm. That includes turmeric and black seed and ginger and I just have to look in here. What I yeah. have, garlic. I take garlic at night because, uh, you know, you know how it, st- how it stinks when somebody ate it and you didn't? Right. Well, imagine what it's like for those little viruses when, when they're in, in, a, in those fumes. Oh. So they don't like it. Okay. <laughs> good to know. Good pepper is good. Cayenne is good. Citrus fruit is good. Uh, mustard is good. Okay. Uh, what a black seed. Okay. Or you said turmeric. Um, How about uh, apple cider cinnamon, vinegar? Cinnamon, yeah. Uh, I use apple cider vinegar a uh, couple tablespoons in water mm-hmm. every day. I do, too. Month. I do, yeah. too. I, actually, I have that, that sitting on my you, desk right now. Yeah, that gets you potassium. I actually mm-hmm. put magnesium pills in it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Magnesium d- dissolves in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one way to get it. The other one is magnesium glycinate is, is the form that's best absorbed. Uh, yeah, apple cider vinegar is part of part of my roster, and then I have tomatoes and pumpkin seeds, and mm-hmm. I have some apples, uh, avocados. I got some blueberries on my counter. I'm kind of just walking through here. Your kitchen broccoli, sounds just like mine. It's broccoli, <laughs> cabbage, uh, uh, celery, carrots, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yams. And then I eat uh, um, tahini, but I throw the oil out. I put my oil in because it has more omega-3s. It's better for energy. Right. Yes. And then I mix in all of those spices that I was talking about. I mix them all in, and they're already in my tahini. And then I eat my, okay. my vegetables and eat that tahini with the vegetables. Like, I'm very basic, very simple that way. I don't Perfect. cook much. I got beets in the house. And I got some onions. I'm not a big fan of onions, but I really like garlic. Yeah, I do too. We have a lot of that. We eat a lot of the same things. Um, All right, good. I think that's a lot of great stuff for people to start looking at how they can incorporate. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about the really interesting stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. There's more? (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, when you think about viruses and physical illnesses, the way... I talk to people when they have them is remember something that you don't get told a lot. Remember that there is something in you that cannot get sick is always healthy, is always whole. It's called life, the energy that keeps you alive. It's actually who you are, although you don't know yourself that well because most people don't spend time with themselves just to be present to the, in, that, in that energy. 
Mm-hmm. But if I say to you, hey, whose body is that? You will say, that's my body. You've just told me that you are not the body. You live as though you were the body, but you actually know you are not the body. You're the owner of the body. Who owns yeah. the body? Life. How well do you know the owner? Get to know the owner. Sit still every day. Get really quiet. Breathe lightly. See how still you can become. See how deeply still you can go. See how long you can stay there. And discover what there is to discover in that stillness. In that stillness, perfect health. Nothing can go wrong with that place. Even if your body is wrecked, your mind is completely disorganized, your, uh, your social group is completely dysfunctional, and your environment is a disaster area. Your life is not affected. And if you go even a little deeper, you go into the realm of pure awareness, and that's even beyond life and death, beyond illness and health, beyond life and death. Mm-hmm. And we don't do much because we're doers. Yeah. So we don't take time to be. But when you, be, when you take time to be, in being, you become bigger. And in doing, you become smaller. And being is more important than doing because you can be without doing, but you cannot do without being. Ooh, that's and good. The fact, and the fact that we're now isolated and we can't do a lot of things is a perfect time to make that time that all the wise people on the planet have always said, do that first, because it will bring so much quality into your life Yeah. for the yes. time that you have. Do that first and become better at it, because in that is where you feel taken care of. Sometimes on the outside you feel taken care of, sometimes not. On the inside, life loves your body unconditionally. 24-7, 365, lifelong. Never complains, never takes a day off, never asks for a raise, never harasses you. Even if you're mean to your life, you say, I hate my life. Your life takes complete, perfect, unconditional care of you through all of that, through all your traumas and all your dramas and all your circumstances. And we'll do that, including this one. Yes. And, and if... if if 8 billion, 8 billion people on this planet understood that experientially because they took the time to sit and check in on themselves on a regular, I say daily basis, this whole disaster where everybody's going crazy in their mind with their fantasies and their what-ifs and their anxiety that comes from that and the depression because they're angry because they want to be doing all the things that they shouldn't have been doing ever but now can't do, <laughs> right? right? Then right. then they get depressed, and depression uh, knocks out the immune system. Anxiety right. is also not good for health. So right. there is a foundation in your life, no matter whether you have the, the virus or not. And that foundation is very important for your health. And there's research that shows that when you, when you learn how to sit still, you can reverse aging. Mm-hmm. And you can increase immune function, and you can extend longevity. Yeah, yeah. And it is, it's cool because now we do have the research and the science that backs that up, that shows that, yeah. even though although, it has although been. It was, 
Although it was also true before the research. Right. Right. So, Even though, right, like you, like you referenced earlier, our, our greatest teachers and masters, you know, since the beginning of, of time that we know of have, yeah. have told, been telling us that. That's what they did. And right. yet and they, so and many they of said, And they said you have a choice between love and fear. Always mm-hmm. choose love. Always choose love. Yeah, some very but, simple lessons there that, yeah. boy, we're and, hard-headed. And in a way, there's nothing to fear because even if your body checks out, you are still taken care of because you are not the body. Yeah. You drop the shell, you end up you end up in another place. Get to know that place while you're alive because it's a beautiful place while you're alive. Yeah. And it gives you confidence that 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 is very useful, you know, when the doo-doos hits the fan. That yes. But when That's the shift true. when the shift hits the fan. When the shift hits the fan, exactly. Yeah. And I yeah. I know that that's so foundational in your new book, yeah. what you're just talking about. Yeah. Um your new book, Total Sexy Health. And I'm yeah. so looking forward to having you back on soon so that we can talk about that and, and really yeah. devote a lot more time to it. But I know where you're going with it and I but, I, I but know the thing it's is, important to share. Yeah. But the thing is, you know, if you can't go out because you've been told you need, you need to stay home, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you can't go out, go in. Yes. That's a journey, too. And it's a very, very interesting journey once you, once you sit through the impatience of do-do-doing. Mm-hmm. Once it's... you sit through that impatience and you, you decide, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll take the journey. Udo says, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll take the journey inside. Let me see what I can find out. And you will be surprised how quickly your whole energy changes and your mood changes and the way you think becomes more positive and the way you speak becomes more positive and what you do becomes more positive and the outcomes of it become more positive. That's how you change the world. That's how you individually can change the world using this, this, this virus pandemic as an excuse to get it going, to get it started. Right, right. Use it as an opportunity to go in yeah. and, to, and find that hidden resource within yourself. It's not even hidden. It's just you got to you just got to go in and, and knock yeah, on the door and, only, and walk through. Yeah, it's, it's only hidden because we hide from it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's so true. I love what you but, just said about that, and I and I wholeheartedly agree yeah. with that. Because uh, because it's always knocking on our door in in our heart. Whenever you mm-hmm. have heartache, mm-hmm. or your heart your heart aches, or you feel lonely or you will feel uh, sad or sorry, uh, or you have grief. You always feel it in your chest. Yeah, that's you do. Your heart, that's your heart calling your awareness to come back home to life. And what I recommend to people, because they don't like that feeling, so they want to do something to distract themselves from it or get away from it. Mm-hmm. My recommendation is sit with it. Feel it. Because it's so close to you, to what you are really looking for in your life, the wholeness. Because the wholeness you're looking for that is not dependent on conditional circumstances outside of you. The wholeness you're looking for is just behind that heartache. Mm-hmm. Use the heartache as an excuse to come home to yourself. Beautiful. And then so. you can sit in the middle of a virus a pandemic and everybody around you is freaking out and everybody's guessing and they're doing, saying do this and do that, some of which is, is wise to listen to and, and to put in practice. But the solution 
in your life, the solution in my life is to sit with the heartache and slip behind it and discover the magnificence of your existence in human form for as long as you have it. Because you already know we're going to check out one day. Body's mm-hmm. going to check out. We, this, this is a given. This is not news. It's okay, and it becomes especially okay when I'm comfortable in the inner space and when I have personal knowledge, personal experiential knowledge of that space because that's, mm-hmm. e- that's my eternal space. Right. I, get to, I get to trip around it in the eternal space here on this planet right now. So listeners, take that seriously. Everything you just heard Udo say is so important. And if that's, you know, a lot of you understand this and and will embrace it and try it. And for some of you, I think listening, this is going to be very new and and you may resist it because it's not something you normally do. But but I encourage you to really take it seriously and and try. Just try. What do you have to lose? And I mean, this is break, an opportunity yeah, break, right break now. Break the bad habits and, and start a, a new habit. Exactly. It, <laughs> this, this is, is an opportunity new for new habits, new rituals, new everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Udo, where, um, share your website again with everybody and tell us where people can find you and, and hear more about um, everything yeah. that you do and offer. Yeah, the website is theudo.com for some of the stuff that I'm talking about, the educational stuff, theudo.com. T-H-E-U-D-O.com. Mm-hmm. The products are on uh, another website called Udo's Choice, U-D-O-S Choice, Udo'sChoice.com. Okay, perfect. And perfect. Uh, the book is called the, the Overview Book of All of That. Uh, I'm developing a teachable field of health to replace disease management misrepresented as healthcare. Mm-hmm. That book is called The Book on Total Sexy Health, The Eight Key Parts Designed by Nature. So what we've been talking about is is laid out uh, in more detail because <laughs> mm-hmm. it'll take you more than an hour to read it. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm about halfway through it. So oh, yeah. as soon as I finish it, then uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have a nice long chat about that too. You like it so far? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Um, You know, I like it uh, uh, much of the, uh, you know, much of what I'm reading so far is um, it's very spiritual and it's very much um, things that I practice and embrace and and agree with. Um, It's just, but I like the context and how you've divided it up and how you're positioning it. So it's, it's very cool. And uh, I think it's going to help a lot of people and I'm very excited to finish it and uh, get you on here to talk more about it. Yeah. That'll be fun, yeah. Wonderful. And in the meantime, in the meantime, you know, here we are, filled with light, in the middle of a pandemic. Chase the light, not the pandemic. Excellent. And And, let's do what. Yeah, and do what you need to do with the pandemic, but chase the light. That's great advice. Great advice to leave our listeners with. Udo, thank you so much. I'm so honored that you gave me this time again today. I really, really appreciate it. Thank well, you. You know, it's, it's as good for me as it is for you. Wonderful. Thank you. That is going to do it for us today, my friends. Please remember that this advice is it's evergreen. It's not just limited to the coronavirus. Uh, don't wait. Please don't wait if you're not already 
Do not wait until you're sick to start incorporating some of these things into your diet and your lifestyle. Begin doing as much as you can right now and build on it as your resources allow. Set yourself and your and your family up to be impenetrable, and then you'll be able to thrive no matter what illnesses come sweeping through your community. And also, remember to not panic. Find ways to relieve stress. And I'm not going to tell you all the ways to relieve stress because you either A, already know them and you just haven't incorporated them, or B, you can easily find them. You can just Google, how do I relieve stress? And you will have a plethora of exercises that tell you how to manage your stress. So do that because stress is the biggest factor that compromises your immune system and makes you a ripe candidate for all sorts of diseases slash viruses. So just stop it. Please help spread this good shift around by sharing this podcast with your friends. Yes, that means even the ones that you are secretly not that fond of. Remember, we must want for others what we want for ourselves. And we have more excellent health advice from some amazing doctors coming up in the weeks ahead. So make sure to subscribe to We're Talking Shift if you haven't already so that you don't miss anything. Until next week, stay feisty, stay healthy, stay calm. Stop hoarding toilet paper and go make some epic shift happen in your life. That goes for you too, Gary V. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to desantisprod at gmail.com.